0: today I'm actually going to go through how to identify undervalued properties. This is actually going to be a series. We're actually going to take you through three different property types over the coming weeks to show you how to identify undervalued properties. But most importantly, what we do as a buyer's agent that tidies up the property to make sure there's equity in the property deal by the time you settle. And the reason I want to show you this is not always about being on the road. Of course, we've got someone else on the road and we've got a team out there scouring and sorting and finding that particular property. But it is actually about sitting down, sifting through and working through how the deal works. A lot of that background stuff that puts us apart. You see, we have a particular skill set in our buyer's agency and that is about tining up properties that aren't neat and tidy, tiny up properties that's not quite right, identifying the monetary value in the property and doing small tweaks to the property deal. And that's about our client understanding exactly what we do and coming on board with us. You see, if you want to buy and get ahead of the game in this current hot market, there's two options for you. The number one option is that you buy a de-risk property just like everyone else, which means that you take a property that is neat and tidy with a three or five-year lease with a tenant that's been established and you take it at market yield, sometimes even lower than market yield. So that means it's if you're in Sydney, that could be somewhere around 4%. If you're in Melbourne, that's around 4%. If you're in Brisbane, anywhere from about 55 58 to 6.25%. Yield. Now, if you're in regional, that may be somewhere that might increase to seven, seven and a half percent, but you see that means you are a yield taker in that market. That means you're actually needing to wait at least minimum of two years before capital gains actually kicks in on that property in the long term. Or it may actually even be longer if the market goes sideways or we have an interest rate uh, rise. So you are a yield taker and basically you are with the hot market like everybody else buying a property that is uh, de-risked. If you join us in our crusade, in our journey and in our challenge and you join us and use our buyers agency, we're out there to identify properties that are unique, properties that are high yield than market. Property that can be said and forget that needs a bit of tweaking, and properties that are not quite right. So, these might be properties with leases or month to month leases, properties that are undervalued in terms of it not being tidied up and neat, properties that are not quite right with um, you know, co space, sharing spaces, or with um, not properly practitioned and properly defined areas, properties that need um, any kind of structural f- um, fit out and, and up, uplift, and also properties that are just generally not loved. And generally, most of the market will reject. We often say, you know, that it is actually properties that we pick up and run with and tweak that makes us the best. Because we have a specialty skill set in our buyers agency group that we're not only on the market scouting properties, we have behind the scenes people who can negotiate leases, people who understand how the pieces work in the commercial property deal to put it together. We have a construction team and a in-house building advisor who can look at a property in terms of a monetary cost so you're not just getting a pest and building report when you get one done and it comes back and you go okay well so the roof is leaking need to replace the gutters are uh, there's some waterproof issues and there's some peers that need it re- reinforcing well we actually look at it and go okay well that may cost you fifty thousand dollars but maybe there's a cheaper alternative way of you to do it for twenty thousand dollars But you may be better off replacing an air conditioning unit for your tenant so they can get on a three-year lease and increase the equity of that property. Because when the valuer comes through, they're not going to be looking at the footings of the property. They're going to be looking at the lease of the property. So we take those particular areas in your property deal and look at what will add value and we tweak those And that's what makes us fundamentally different. And that's what makes us also an expert in the industry because I've seen so many deals. And now to really get ahead of the market, and everyone asks me this, if you were me, what would you do in this market? Well, my number one advice to you is if you are going to take a risk in this market, Take a calculated risk and work with individuals who know what they're doing so that you can take a property that is not quite right, make it right during the process of doing the due diligence or shortly after. Then you've already got equity built in so that 12 months later when you come to refinance that property, that property is going to give you that return and cycle your deposits so much faster. This is the property that's in Biggest Waters. So the Biggest Waters property, it's a uh, property about, uh, it's a warehouse property. So most warehouse properties are trending between six to 6.5% in the current market in uh, Gold Coast. Now this property is unique. And it is 8% return. And you're wondering what is wrong with it. Well, the thing is, there is no substantial leases on it. There is a mortgage broker on the upstairs floor, which has um, a lease that's about to expire in seven months' time. Downstairs, there is a gentleman's agreement. And they're in the middle of pretty much a one-year, so-called one-year lease about to expire. And we can see that what this property is, is a, I'll just read that for you as I bring it up. Uh, So I'll make that larger there and so you get to see the property. So that's the property there on Brisbane Road and near Bunnings. So the location is really good and you can see there's lots of lots of little warehouses around here. It's definitely an industrial area. Um, You can see it's 8% returning on Brisbane Road. Uh, you can see that the main thing is it's got an upstairs area. It's got a downstairs area. It's 200, 273 square metres, so it's a good warehouse size. Downstairs is two cabinet makers. It's been there for the past four and six years. So the current owner is a uh, cabinet maker and he's fitted out for his own workshop. And when he left, he actually rented out to other cabinet makers, which is great because they can work out there. It's perfect setup for them and they'll probably be there for years. The only problem is they're not on a substantial lease and we have to put them on a substantial lease. So we basically then have the agent and that's it. So that's about all the details you have on that property. And they've given you some comparisons over there and that's it. So it's not much to see in terms of this property. And so the first thing we do is get on the phone and work out exactly what's, Property deal is, and we then start to see if we can move the pieces around so that we can then uh, make it a better deal for our client. So, the number one thing that we do is identify what is the history. So, we now know that none of them are on leases, which is why it's eight percent still on the market. No one wants this property. Remember, the market is looking for a de risk property, and this is not quite right, but it is a high yield. If we can line up the leases for our clients, then what we can do is get them, uh, once they're ready. Gone in. They're getting higher yield than the market, so this will probably sit by the time we tidy up the leases, one to one and a half percent yielding higher than the market, and that they already got equity built into the deal. So I want to share with you some photos of this property. So I'm just going to to do a reshare, so you get to see it. There you go. So this is the the property. And we can see that it's got the ATEM kitchens. It's got a, um, kitchens and joinery. We've got upstairs. We can see that it's the mortgage brokers upstairs. So it's good to have signage. You've ever seen the exposure and signage as well. So this is the, the workshop. You can see it from one side. You can see it's quite neat and tidy. The office space is good. It's, it's neat. I mean, it's not a new warehouse, but it's definitely a warehouse that... Um, that is uh, is usable and functional and quite tidy as well. So we're going through these photos. So this is just some of the equipment that's already installed in there, um, and um, we've got the kitchen. It's not bad, but it's definitely needs more work. And we've got the window seal. We've got the roller doors. This is looking a little bit old, which maybe in the future you might want to replace. The joineries, again, that's quite neat. We've got downstairs, the, the, uh, the this is some area beneath the stairs in terms of the um, uh, storage space. We've got, again, more equipment. Um, there's another equipment again. There's just information up there. We've got some roof. Um, so this is to help identify if there's any roofing issues. We can't see any leaks up there. So it's good. There's some skylights there um some lights the light seems fine carpentry area seems fine again um this is all workshop now we're upstairs we've got um the office look the carpet looks fine but it's a little bit old it's probably a little bit dated looks quite bright for coming through with the blinds down so it's quite a bright shiny um uh, airy kind of office space which is what we like um it's pretty much fitted out, open plan Ah, so if you were to have replaced that tenant then you know someone else coming in quite petition it or leave it open plan you've got a kitchenette there which is good uh and it looks like they've got their own amenities in there as well so which is great now upstairs we're looking at what's happened next door you can see there's lots of um those um sheds around and the roof it's looking a little bit warm but not Massively worn as well, so you're you seeing a little bit of rust, but you're not seeing it rusted out. Of course, there's a the stairway out to the exit at the, at the at the front, so you've got dual occupancy, but separated occupancy, so you don't have to disturb each other going in. So you've got three A and three B, and obviously there's a door of entry there as well. Look, the door probably needs to be replaced a little bit, but again, in the long in the scope of things, is not huge. Uh, we've got the back area. Uh, again this is the roller door we said it might need a replacing it's also a little bit high which means the truck's in back in and obviously to unload as well and we've got some stairs there as well so and that's pretty much um that and i'm just going to show you the video yeah. so that's just basically it. Uh, the video out there of the parking area what happened with was a yeah. bit of an argument. Well, the body corporate said you got to move. Yeah. And so they they promptly built the body corporate. Yeah, so uh do. So Anthony owns uh, uh, that, that chunk of it. Yeah. the uh, police. Cool, yeah. So that's pretty much everything. So I'm going to stop sharing. Now, with the characteristics of this property. Um, so what we are going to get with this property is, firstly, when we got it, um, the property itself had no substantial leases. Uh, it was yielding 8%. We went under contract at $565,000. Um, we've had it now under contract for about two weeks. During that time, we've had a finance checked on it, so the banks have given us feedback on the property. We've gone back and renegotiated with the, the lease, and now we have 18 months Lease with an 18 month option um, for both the cabinet makers downstairs starting at settlement of this property. So it won't start now, it will start with the settlement of the property. In exchange, we've given them a one month free for each of them. And in that case, uh, you now have the full benefit of the 18 months for the purchaser. Now, now, what we're doing now is in negotiations with the mortgage broker upstairs, what he has is he was on a two years by one year option, he has taken up the option, so now he actually has seven months to go on a three year lease, so he's been there for quite some time, so what we are actually is proposing to do for him is offer him a two year lease, with a one um, two-year lease with a one-year option, just like his previous lease, but he'll have a full two-year lease to start again at settlement. So when we've actually finished tidying this up, the purchaser will actually have a property with um, two tenants downstairs, reliable tenants. Remember being a, a co-share, what I call a co-sharing space being upstairs, dual tenancy and downstairs, you will actually, and three essential tenants, you actually end up uh, having to have a gross lease where you have to pay all the outgoings. But ultimately, it's always about the net return. So at the end of it, we'll have three different leases, um, two carpentry leases downstairs, both 18 months, and a two-year lease upstairs. So that's a much better option than we started with no leases. And even with a two-year lease in this current market, on the Gold Coast for a warehouse property, she can probably sell that at 7% or a little bit less, maybe a 6.75 in this market, especially because it is under 600,000 and that market is very hard to source a property for. So that alone in itself already built value into the property. The second bit to it is that we now have to go through all of the outgoings, which often is easy to miss outgoings when you have a property that you have multiple tenants in there. So here we're going to go through the rates and others the um, sinking and admin fund, the insurance, the water rates, and as well as the electricity bill to see how it's properly divided up. Obviously, it's probably not separate meters, um, but we want to make sure that, you know, if we're going to go on managing it, it's equitably shared between everybody as well. So, and that how much is the net rent that we're going to get ultimately? Because we went under contract at 8%, but by the time we work through all of those expenses and often those common area expenses are forgotten, but by the time we work that out, We might be sitting somewhere around 7.75 or 7.8, which is still good because what we've done in the lease is we will be building in the rental increases so that that's guaranteed as well the idea of this is that she will have this property for two years at the end of two years or towards the end of two years at 18 months mark she will go back to the tenant and ask for a two year lease because or three year lease because they've now been there for 18 months they will probably take up their option or tell them that they may have to vacate so at that time the market has changed the rent has also gone up one of the options to do is to give the tenant a three year lease or replace the tenant in the warehouse space because there's so much demand for people leasing warehouses and small warehouse spaces that she can probably likely put a new tenant in there, and that means she will have a new tenant downstairs at three years uh, and a another tenant upstairs that's potentially they're going to give them a new two-year lease or a new three-year lease because by then they would have been there for five years and they would know whether the business would need a three-year lease. With the right type of incentives, upstairs could actually be going into a three-year lease right now, but being a new client and also being someone that is um, is a little bit worried about the cost. Uh, we would not negotiate a three-year lease right now because a two-year lease, we might give them a one-month rent free. If we're going to negotiate a three-year lease, we'll have to offer a three-month rent free, which is a lot when you're getting into commercial property and you're needing the cash flow. But in two years' time, when you've already got cash flow from this property, I would definitely be going back to the tenant and saying, on a three-month rent free, we just sign a three-year lease? And I believe that upstairs, you'll get that. And downstairs, you could match that up with another term. By then, the market would have compressed at least six, Percent, and you would be able to get a significant capital gains. So at the moment, um, I will just um, share with you a little bit about um, what the rent is. So let me just share with you a little bit of the rent. So let me just go back to the Briggers Waters page and have a look at. Here is the signed contract. Let me have a look at a disclosure statement. So I'll just reshare this for you. Here. So, this is a disclosure statement basically showing you, um, and we match up the disclosure statement with what's currently been paying in terms of body corporate to see whether it's gone up or gone down. Um, this is the contract itself, just to show you that this is the contract that's been signed off by our client. and... Um, Let's have a look at that. That's signed off by our client. And you can see that the purchase price of um, the property here is $565 five percent deposit we've also got a list of shadows here the air compressor the duct extractor the multi-board the all of that so and that's actually for the tenant to maintain so we're going to that's one of the things we do check and that's one of the things especially with a co working space like that we want to make sure that the tenant actually are maintaining it so we're going through this um and you can see that We've got the rent from the mortgage broker, which is about 18000 upstairs, four 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 plus GST, okay? We've got a commencement date of the 16th, which is a lot, when I pull up that lease, they're actually on that last option, so I've got 12 months to go. And we know that the other tenants are paying $340 per week times two, um, so that's about $680 and um, and they're paying GST on top of that as well. So I'm just scrolling through the lease. uh, Sorry, sorry, scrolling through the contract. You can see 30 days from settlement. Um, Yeah, so, and that's pretty much the contract itself. And so I'll just work through some of the the figures for you right now. So I'm gonna put this on the whiteboard so that you get to see that as well. So stop share this. I will share a whiteboard. Alright, so here's whiteboard. So I'm going to do text and I'm going to type out. So we've got um, current leases So we have upstairs At 18 444 So this is all plus GST, but we just work it out at the moment because GST you can get um get that back and of course It's gross um outgoings. So we have um 18,444. Um, downstairs we've got 340 times 2. Uh, so that's 680 times 52. That's thirty five thousand thirty five three six zero 35, total. So remember these are gross leases. Plus 18,444. 4, 4. That's 53,804. So that's what it is now. Now we've got a minus outgoings. Now, let me just check on my outgoings, um, what that is. Okay. So we've had some outgoings on this property. So the outgoings on this property is, firstly, we've got from the strata. We can find out previously we've had the outgoings from the strata. We can find out that from the disclosure statement, which I've just shown you. So the outgoings the strata. And that works out to be, um, we've got admin and syncing. So admin fund is 1,002.15 and we have 1,803. Um, dot eight six. We have um, rates at the moment, which is about 4,174. We have then, um, so we've got some total outs. So our total out, there might be also some common area electricity, Let's um, and stuff like that, we'll definitely need to check as well. But the rough idea of outs, so let's have a look at some common area electricity. Let's put out, um, so common area electricity, let's say that they're, so they're sharing bits and pieces and let's say maintenance, let's put that down as, you know, maybe you know, a, a few, like $20, $30 a week. So let's call it um, $1,000. Uh, so we're at total... Of, let's add it up. Um, so let's add up what that is. Uh, let's have a look. So let's add that up. So we have 1,002.15 plus 1,803.86 plus 4,174 um, plus $1,000 in terms of common area stuff that you have to shoulder, electricity, etc. So we're at 7,980. Dot tune um, and just having a look at what else we've got. Um, Oh, yes, you need to add water in there as well. So I've got water in my list as well water I've got and again this is where we want to look at um, getting the tenant to pay for things like that so we've got water we need to find out during our DD which at the moment we're waiting on some water race to come back to see if it's sewerage or whether the tenant is paying for the usage as well so we need to add that in there as well so we've got we're already sitting at 7980 so let's add in the 52 so we're at 9500 9501 Now, one of the things that we do also during the outgoings is to make sure and check the leases to see that what the tenant pays and what you pay and start tidying up those outgoings so there's more money into your pockets as well. So that um, from 53,804 is about full. So the net rent, let me have a look at that. and move this forward up a bit so you can see Is forty four three oh three dot nine nine. So that amount divided by five six five, so at five hundred and sixty five K. It's 7.84%. So there's been some changes in strata. So when we got in the deal, it was 8% when we're based on the, the face of the property. Now it's at 7.84%. It's still a great deal because the market, remembers between 6 to point six point two five, six point five 6.5 if you're lucky. Once we tidy up the lease and let's say we wait 12 months, so let's just say, let's put that in there. Let's do two. Yeah. In 12 months time let's say we've got rental increase and they're all cpi so upstairs is going to be and remember once we've tidied up the leases the property is going to look a little bit different um, so we've now got tenants in the leases we've got tenant in the, the um that has a rental increase i would personally go back and i say renegotiate but let's say that we've had a rental increase and we're getting the bank back um 1.02 1.02 So that's um, upstairs is 18.812 downstairs is now the 35.360 times 1.02 So that's, um, you yeah, know, the CPI increases. Oh, Six seven dot two oh. Now we're pretty much at eight one two. We're at total of fifty four eight seven nine dot two. We're minus out of that nine thousand five hundred total net. We're forty five, three seven nine dot twenty. So that as a um, on six and a. So let's just take that at seven percent. That property is worth six hundred and forty eight thousand dollars. That's where it's going to be intent in basically, in. 12 months time in 12 months time i would not i wouldn't mind going back and having a rebash it is if i could line up leases for three by three definitely i've just built in an extra 80 90 thousand dollars in my um in the purchase in the purchase price and i could recycle that deposit now if i was um at settlement because i've tidied up the leases instead of eight percent um I can probably sell that property for just above seven, uh, 7.25, 7.3. So I could take that um, so forty four thousand um, 303 uh, at uh, let's say 7.25%. The yield on that, and how much would I bring in already in terms of equity? 44303 divided by 7.25. The property's already worth six. 111,000. So and for our client for our client who's paid 565 for that property, I've already given them um, they essentially already have about $61,000 in equity gain. So 611,000, so they've got, sorry, I'm 46000 in equity gain. Just by purely turning up the leases. So if you sell it back on the market, even straight away with those leases of two years, I've seen things in that area in two years, uh, with two-year leases going for 6% or 6.5% in that area. So for you, sell that property at 7.25, Someone will buy that property instantly. So you could literally do a back-to-back settlement and gain yourself $46,000 in equity. So that's the process of making a not quite right property right and in the meantime already picking up something in the back end. So that's equivalent to a property somewhere around an 8-9% growth in that property already just in the 60 days that we've had it before settlement. So that is the power of taking a not quite right property and making it right. Um, and ultimately that's what we specialize in doing. So if you are looking for a personalized strategy or regarding your commercial property, or you're looking at getting the market and it's really hot and you have no idea how to get started, you don't know anything about structures, uh, you don't know anything about loans, you don't know the right strategy for you, you don't know about leases, and you just don't know how to put a deal together, Reach out to me at helentarrant.com or helen at commercialpropertycashflow.com.au or simply just click the link below and book in for a strategy session with me. And I look forward to walking you through these kind of strategies and these kind of case studies so you fully understand how the property deal works for you in the future and how you're already gaining by the time you settle. And that's what we do every single day for our client and I want to do the same with you as well. So click on the link below, uh, join me at one of the strategy sessions so I can personalise the strategy for you or reach out to me at helen@commercialpropertycashflow.com.au. At Thank you. I look forward to seeing you on the next episode where I'll take you through some more of our case studies. Bye for now.